Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The ramifications of the collapse of America's 16th largest bank are being felt on this side of the Atlantic. Tech Ireland wrote to its members in the startup community about how important it was for scale-ups um, that for how important SVB was for scale-ups and for those firms eventually sold to large technology players. Uh, the chair of Scale Ireland said the demise of Silicon Valley Bank is of major concern to the Irish startup sector. So, is there a chill flowing through the startup sector here? Alan Gleeson is the chief executive of the software as a service company Contento, which only started formally this year. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on. Alan, we'll come to SVB in a moment. Tell us a little bit first what Contento does. Contento is a website builder, essentially, Joe. So it helps companies that are on probably legacy solutions like WordPress to run their websites to move to a more modern platform. All right. OK. And you guys have just started. Did you by any chance use Silicon Valley Bank? No, we didn't, Joe. Um, I think Silicon Valley Bank, for particularly for Ireland, is probably for those that are further along on their journey, for typically those that have raised maybe Series C or Series um, D funding and are looking to kind of um, invest into the US and grow in the US. So no, we weren't affected, Joe. All right. Now, do you know many, you, you've got your finger on the pulse there, I'm sure, Alan. Do you know many startups uh, that may have been affected by this collapse and other banks? Not so much on this side of the pond. So, so definitely I've got some contacts in the US and there was one WhatsApp group I'm on, Joe. There was a lot of chatter last week, lots of concerns about meeting payroll, um, real worry in, in the kind of CEO community about, um, you know, a, an event that was just simply not expected. Um, this side of the pond, I think the numbers of companies in the UK on the books of Silicon Valley was something like 3,300 is one figure I've seen quoted, much smaller in Ireland. So I, I haven't seen much evidence of of it affecting people in Ireland to the same extent. And one of the reasons I guess I go back to Joe is it was typically in Ireland was used more for um, those that were much further on their journey, so closer to those that were so series C more, or series D. Yeah, they're more of the scale-ups rather than startup side of things. Um, I, there is a, a nervousness out there that this bailout um, and other other banks um, may lead to some sort of chill or pause in investment in technology. Is that something that's worrying you as well? I guess not personally, because again, we're early on our journey. So we recently secured investment and we will have what's called runway, which means we've got a couple of years of um, funding. And that's typically the model, Joe. These startups are mostly in what's called software as a service and their business models are well known. You, you In the early years, you've got to invest a lot in technology developers to build the product. And then you've obviously got to probably go on further fundraises. So certainly those that would have been on the scale-up path, as you mentioned, that we're looking at fundraising, um, will definitely be concerned. But there's actually two points in the same um, point here, Joe, in that actually one of the reasons the Silicon Valley got into trouble was the fact that investors were not investing in the US as much into startups. So therefore, there wasn't ah. cash coming in. So that was actually one of the reasons, because of course, most startups are not cash positive. They don't have enough customers to meet their bills, so they need to get funded. But when the funding starts drying up, less cash goes into Silicon Valley um, and all of a sudden, you know, you're in problem ter- territory. When, them, when, when this story broke, we read that Silicon Valley Bank had invested a lot of the cash that it had, that it received from depositors, 
on uh, treasuries and T-bills, uh, kind of government bonds in the United States. Uh, and they um, moved in the opposite direction when interest rates started rising. That's a key point, right? Absolutely. So, of course, the inherent you know, vulnerability with, bank, with banking business models is that we can go and go to our ATM and draw out cash pretty much on demand, whereas they typically invest in things like mortgages and um, T-bills, as you mentioned. And I think I saw a quote that every interest rate rise, you know, of 0.25 basis points was costing them a billion. So, yeah, it was a double whammy, as you point out, Joe, correctly. Treasury bills went against them, but they weren't getting the same level of investment going into their starter portfolio. And, you know, once it became apparent, it seems that some of the VCs were ringing their portfolio companies telling startups take their cash out, which then, of course, led to the um, the run, which, of course, we've now been seeing playing out in the last few days. What's it like out there as a startup? It's tough, right? It's very, you need to be very resilient. I mean, the market is definitely damp um, <laughs> across the board. Um, look, it's exhilarating at the same time because you're trying to build something that's new and innovative and, and you're trying to create you know, a company. Um, we're fortunate in Ireland, there's lots of support mechanisms. Enterprise Ireland are, are phenomenal. You mentioned Tech Ireland earlier. So there's a lot of great support. Um, it's an exhilarating ride, but there's lots of ups and downs. And this was just the latest example of something that people would not have really forecasted coming across their desk and then having to deal with it. Yeah. And without meaning to be pe- pessimistic, uh, quite a few startups simply don't make it. Yeah, I mean, the failure rates are, are off the charts, right? But those that do tend to be very successful. And again, in Ireland, we've had a, you know, a number of successes with, and many of them won't be household names, Joe, but everyone from Intercom to Teamwork to Stripe to Zite to Fenergo, you know, they're not necessarily household names, but they're employing hundreds and hundreds of people in Ireland in high paid jobs. So there's, a, there's lots of good stories out there too, Joe. Well, hopefully in a few years' time, Alan Contento will be a household name and Alan Gleeson will stay its chief executive. Thank you so much, Alan, for joining us on the show. That's uh, Alan Gleeson from Contento. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.